we're not at home. We're just taking some time off. We're, um, um, let's just say we're far from home. Okay. All right. There's a Spider-Man reference. All right. Thank you very much for joining us. This is Father Son Galaxy. Coming to you from Venice. Venice? Venice where? Anyway. Venezuela. Venice. <laughs> okay. Little dad joke. Uh, father Son from a son. Father Son. That was a good one. Father Son Galaxy. Oh. Uh, oh. I am Kerwin. Ooh, this is Key. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're a new, thank you. Please, uh, you know, like this video and subscribe to our channel if you're a new oh. subscriber. For those of you who've been Ooh, here before, Ooh, thank you so much. We can't yeah. wait to talk about this episode. This was an interesting one. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, and we are going to start with the dark saber. All right. So um, let's say hello to uh, who we have so far, Charlie. Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Thank you for joining us. All I right. Thank you so much. We want to. We, I, well, if you're all right with that, I want to start with talking about the dark saber. Why would I not be all right? All right. Okay. Well, here we go then. All right. Uh, so we're actually starting from the ending of the episode, right? We're going backwards. So now Which it looks like usually dad advises me not to. Yeah, but in this in this case, I'm very curious. So Bo-Katan oh. has claimed the dark saber, or she's given the dark saber, right? So let's talk about what happened, what took place. All right. So first thing I want to do is give a shout out to a good friend of our podcast, Alex. Um, I don't know if he'll be joining us tonight, but back when we were reviewing episode sure two, right, and we talked about what took place mm-hmm. with Bo-Katan saving uh, Din Djarin from the, the Mines of Mandalore and how she picked up the dark saber and defeated that cyborg. All right. Um, so apparently at the end of this episode, no, what what uh, Bo and, and Din are trying to do is trying to bring all of Mandalore together. So they so, want to unite everyone. Basically, yeah. remember last episode when the armor was like, remove your helmet for the weirdest reason ever. And then she says to Bo Katan, you know, you walk both ways, yeah. so you can unite all the people. Right. And that was a plan. So they were going to. Uh, this planet called Plazir 15 to meet up with them. I guess that's where they're um, right now. They're mercenaries, right? So they're no longer with they're Bo-Katan. Not, they're not they, they, the they left her high and dry because she no longer has the dark saber. They figured, okay, well, we don't need to follow you. Yeah, they're not really on speaking terms at this point. Right. So now the the, the, the clan is uh, run by Axe Wolves. You know, you saw him from last season and Costa Reeves, all right? So the two of them are together. Uh, very interesting. So they're on this planet. The Axe is in charge. Yes, right. So they're on, what, did I say something different? Axe and Axe and Costa, it's just that. Well, yeah, okay, so they're together. Um, they're on the same team. Yes, all right, so they're on this planet. They're, apparently they're, they're security details or they're working for um, the, uh, the the leaders of this so they planet. Work we're talk about. Jack Black. Okay, we're gonna talk about that mm-hmm. later. You know, it, it's in the notes. <laughs> let's let's follow the notes. Okay. I'm fully aware of what this is. Yeah, hey, but levels are beyond your understanding. Okay. 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 All right. So the story that Din tells the team, the group, is that the the the, the dark saber belongs to. Bo-Katan. And the reason why it belongs to Bo-Katan is because she saved his life uh, back in episode two. 
So now, so let's talk about this. So we have a clip that I want to play when we were, um, when, you know, when we were reviewing episode two, uh, Alex, you know, again, a friend of our podcast brought up an epi- uh, brought up a question um, and we discussed it. So we want to just, you know, run this clip and talk about what we were talking about back in, in, in episode two and how it relates to what happened in this past episode. So Alex, since the weird side where you then we call Logan Tank alien the dark saber is alien That reason to call the dark saber. I don't know. I don't I don't think that would be uh, I don't know if that would be fair to Dan because Dan was in trouble, he couldn't defend himself, right? So if he was so, in other words, if you're saying that Din lost the dark saber to this creature, so now the creature. So basically, the alien beat Din, and, and but then Bo-Katan beat the yeah. alien using the dark saber. Interesting. That's a. I so she could technically use that as a way to stick on the dark saber. I've never thought of that. That's a very, very interesting point, Alex. Yeah, but if you think about it, yeah. it technically works because he was disarmed in combat. He was disarmed in combat by the alien. And lost the dark saber, but then Bo-Katan bested the alien. Right. So mm. technically, she. I don't know if this what? is. I don't know if this counts. Oh, technically, the dark saber is hers. All right. Well, it turns out that's his. Well, as it turns out, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, all right. My, so my point is that. Um, I don't think Din and Bo are telling the whole story. So not actually not Bo, because Bo's not saying anything. This is Din who, you know, made the decision to tell the people of of of, of Mandalore that Bo deserves to have this dark saber because of what happened in the minds of Mandalore. Now, you had a point about that where you felt that that was a valid what Alex mentioned um, was a valid reason for her to claim the dark saber. Okay. Well, here's my take on this. I don't know if I agree with it. Now, I didn't agree with it back in episode two. I don't. I still don't agree with it now. I'm under the impression, you know, from what I understand, you know, with Mandalorian uh, uh, lore, is that you have to win the dark saber in combat. She did. Well, I don't find that. I don't. I don't agree that she won it in combat because what happened. It wasn't as if the cyborg was fighting Din for the dark saber. He didn't say, "Hey, Din, I want that dark saber. I'll challenge you." To but remember, the, the, Mando didn't fight Moff Gideon for the dark saber either. Yes, well, that's not true. No, that's that's different. Well, let me let me finish. Let me tell you my point. The cyborg never had the dark saber. That was not his intention to get the dark saber. He just wanted to just knocked Din out as as a victim. He wanted some prey. Right. He wanted to pray. So is so his plan was not for the dark to get the dark saber. Once. So to me that that's invalid. It's not a combat. And and when 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 Din was knocked out, okay, Bo came in to save him. Yes she did. But did you see the cyborg holding the dark saber? No. The dark saber was on the ground and she picked it up and she defeated the cyborg with the dark saber. So to me that's not combat, you know. In, in my opinion, I mean, like, let me know, you know, what you, you know, what you think if you're out 
listening right now, if you're on a live stream, do you think um, Bo earned the dark saber? To me, what 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 Din is doing is he's saying, okay, well, you deserve it because you fought Why? off the the enemy who defeated me. Yes and no. To he me, defeated it, the person who defeated him. Yes. Yes and no. To me, it's no different than Sabine giving the dark saber to Bo because Sabine felt that Bo earned it, right? Or, or she deserved it. But did she really earn it? Because she didn't win it in combat. And that was the problem, right? So to me, Bo was making the same mistake twice. She didn't, she didn't earn it when she was given the dark saber to, uh, by Sabine. She doesn't earn it now because Din has given it to her. It was not one in combat. Go ahead. Yes, it was. Okay, so tell me your, your, your opinion. The whole point of view here is... When you defeat the owner of the Darksaber in combat, the Darksaber is then your property. Therefore, that droid who beat Mando then owned the Darksaber. Even though they didn't take it, he owns it. And then when Bo-Katan picked up the Darksaber and used it to defeat the droid, she defeated the person who held the Darksaber, meaning that she now owns the Darksaber. So okay. my point here is, Remember when Mando fought Gideon, he did want the, he did win the dark saber, but he didn't want it in the first place. He well, was he, gonna give it to Bo. But he like Mando never wanted the dark saber. Yeah. Well, so, the reason why I'm saying you know his his battle between um, the battle between Din and Gideon is different because Gideon clearly had the dark saber. He had the dark saber, right? So they're now battling, and you know Mando grabs the dark saber defeats Gideon with it. So yes, in that case, Din did earn the Darksaber because the person on the other side, his opponent, had it and was wielding it. That's not what happened with the cyborg. It's not necessarily yeah. holding it so it has as much as it is taking possession, possession of it. Hmm. Because okay. I feel like the way, in my perspective, yeah. the way I'm seeing it here is the droid while it didn't pick up the dark saber, it owned the dark saber. It was in possession. That's like, like say you I don't know went to the store and brought and brought home like a box of butter cookies. Yeah. Even if you don't eat the butter cookies at that exact moment, they're still yours. Because you won't. And if I were to give you the money for those butter cookies and buy them from you, that makes them mine. So even if I don't eat them in that exact instant, they're still in your possession. They're still, it still belongs to you. You are the owner. Okay. All right. Look at this. I use butter cookies. Yes. That worked. Once again. All right. I I hear your point. I hear your point. Okay. So we want to know how you feel out there. If you're listening to, you know, later on listening to this episode, leave a comment um, in your streaming platform or leave it on YouTube. But if you're on now live, you know, tell me what you think. Okay. Let's go to Q&A. So, Q&A break. Eduardo Gomez, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Uh, okay, and okay, and then we have Bo Eduardo. Wants, Bo wants it and Din doesn't. So even if it wasn't one in combat, she did technically beat the droid that beat Din. Interesting. Okay. So it's like mm -hmm. taking the saber mm -hmm. from the person who owned the so. Both took the saber from the person who owned the saber, from the person who owned the saber, stole the saber okay. from another person yep. who owned the saber, who stole the saber, 
let me get this straight. So Bo-Katan yes. took the saber yes. from the droid, who took the saber from Mando, who took the saber from Gideon, okay. who took the saber from Bo-Katan, right. who took the saber from Sabine, who took the saber from Maul. You see where I'm going. So I see the pattern. Who took the right. saber from Vizsla? Who took the saber from his ancestors? Okay, so maybe I'm looking at too literally. Like you have to have the dark saber in your hand in order in order for this to be considered a combat. But you have a point that if you let's say if you're asleep and you have the dark saber next to you and somebody comes in and grabs it, you know that doesn't mean that they have possession of it, right? They still have to fight for it. Um, so I, like that's technically stealing the dark. That's saber. stealing the dark. Like so if you're doing something else and you have the dark saber next to you, you turn around and it's gone. Right. That's not get. That's not gaining possession of it. That's just robbing someone. Okay. But well, once you use the dark saber against them in combat, yeah, that's when it becomes yours. It's, well, it's, as long as you win the fight. Okay. When you use it against them in combat and win the fight, that's when the saber becomes yours. I feel we're being a little too loose with the rules. I don't know. I to me, I I always got the impression whenever I hear the word combat that it has to be just like what what uh, Paz Vizsla tried to do with with Din, trying to get that dark saber. He challenged. It was a formal challenge, and he says, "I want a dark saber. I'm ready to battle you for it." And then they fight over it, and then Din wins. So I always got the impression that's how it's supposed to work. But now it seems it's not quite that literal that you have to have it in your hand. But as long as you are in possession of it or you own it at that time, if it's taken from you and then used to defeat you, then you have lost the uh you've lost possession of the dark saber yes. and have given it to the other person okay mm -hmm. all right it's fine with me charlie honestly i don't think didn't even want the dark saber right and i don't think he ever did while wheeled it he found it heavy like he uh his spirit was not into it and bo katan wheeled it amazingly and since it's her bloodline i hear what you're saying yeah i i, I agree but again charlie um the same thing happened with sabine years ago sabine gave it to to Bo uh because she feels that Bo was worthy of the dark saber and she should be the one to lead her people and things didn't work out for her and and Bo became to regret making that decision because she felt that she should have won it in combat so to me it doesn't seem any different now that din doesn't want it he's just handing it over and claiming that she deserves it anyway because she defeated the person who uh, defeated him for the dark saber? Eduardo, the kind of also happened to Darth Maul. Yes, it, okay. Um, now Darth Maul, um, who who? Okay, so Darth Maul, when he had the dark saber, he how did he lose the dark saber? I'm trying to remember. Now. Didn't Sabine steal it or something? Well, she found it. Okay, yeah. uh, so. I'm not quite sure what happened to the Darksaber. I think maybe when Maul left Mandalore, because he was chased out of Mandalore, I think he might have left it behind and somehow Sabine found it. But no one ever said, well, that's not true. I was going to say no one ever said that Sabine, you know, it belonged to her. But since she found it, I guess, you know, she 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 is in possession of it. It, it She does have the Darksaber until she gave it to, to Bo-Katan. Okay. It, it, again, it, it seems... It, it's not cut and dry as I thought it was. It just seems that you know we're, the storytellers are a little loose on the the the, the lore of uh, how 
to well, we kinda, have possession of I this think dark in story. This, at this point, we kind of have to switch up the story mm-hmm. because for for the storytelling sake. So we had to have Bo have it eventually, is yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Like, Mando couldn't keep the dark saber forever because he didn't want it in the first place. True. Mm-hmm. Although, technically, now that I think about it, it's an easy loophole to get a dark saber. Din didn't want it, so you could just tell Bo Katan, punch me once, and ask me <laughs> and if I yield. Right. Punch me once, ask me if I yield. I'll tell you I yield. Get yeah. the saber. And, and to that your, would have been so easy. And, and, Wait, Bo Katan would have just been like, and one more for good luck. Do you yield? Yes. Here's the saber. And to your point, you felt that, okay, Bo didn't really uh, owe any of her people an explanation as to how she got the dark saber. <laughs> right? You just, well, she, yeah, like, she, she did owe them an explanation as to how she got. No, what I think your point was that. If she had it, that's all they needed to know that she has a dark saber. She didn't have to provide an explanation as to how she got it. Where my right? where my lapse is is how they figured it out that Bo was just handed the dark saber because she didn't tell them, as far as I know. Well, no, we're ta- I'm talking about. I mean, in Rebels. Oh, okay. Well, I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I might be confusing myself. I'm talking about Bo Katan now. Yeah, like, I'm okay. talking about Bo Katan. Okay. I'm just saying, like, how is it that in Rebels somebody found out, and that's why all their forces split? Yeah, I don't know, but what I'm, what the point I'm trying to make is, I remember you were saying that um, Bo didn't, if Bo has a dark saber, somehow gets it, or makes up a story that she has it, that she didn't really have to provide an explanation to her people. I'm talking about Casca and Axe, you know. Provide them an explanation as to how she received no. it because it wasn't something that yeah. they needed to know. The only thing they needed to well, know I mean, is that she oh. had possession of it. They didn't need to know how she got it. Right. Okay. Like, I don't feel that it was well, necessary I mean, oh. <coughs> for her to explain to them where she got the dark sea. Okay. I feel like all she had to do was like leave it above her head. And that's like the calling symbol. Like, Okay. Oh, someone's got the dark saber. All right. Hey, All right. Okay. You know what? Again, I, you know, it, it, it's something doesn't it seems something seems off to me. I, I think she's making the same mistake she made the first time when it was given to her by Sabine. But we'll see what happens. You know? Okay. So now we know at this point, Bo-Katan now has a dark saber. All right. So let's go into uh, let's let's go back to Q and A. Charlie, all good call back to Rebels, Kanan and Sabine. Absolutely correct. Yes, yes. And, and, and to your point, Charlie, I like this world building that we're doing, that we're connecting things. Now, I I, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for those fans of The Mandalorian who are not really Star Wars fans and may not know about the history. They may be having a hard time following what's going on. Right, but for fans like us who have seen Rebels, have seen Clone Wars, we see it connecting, and that is lovely. That that's 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 beautiful. That's what I want to see. Um, so yes, so it's a good point. All right, let's move okay. on and talk about the High Republic. Um, so Charlie uh, Garza, yeah, yeah, was one of the Maul's military mandos, rescued him, and gave it back to Maul, and Maul left it on. Dathomir, yes, that's exactly right. For years, then Sabine picked it up. Hope that, yes, you're right, Charlie. It was left on Dathomir. 
So he, so Maul must have ran off, uh, Gar Saxon, right? <coughs> ran off and went to Dathomir, somehow left it there. Um, I guess, oh, I guess he was just yeah. in a hurry. Yeah, he could have been a, maybe that was a time when he was trying to go after, oh. although you would have thought, why didn't he take the dark sibling with him? I was about to say, remember when he went mm -hmm. to Tatooine to go after Obi-Wan? Yeah. Okay. He didn't take the dark sibling with him. I think that might've helped him <laughs> defeat. Mm -hmm. It may have helped I'm him like, yeah, be a yeah, better, yeah. I mean, he still wouldn't be yeah. able to, to. Wouldn't to, that be to, funny? To that's yeah. like, that's like going to a meeting and saying, eh. I won't bring the briefcase filled with all the important papers. Yeah. I'll bring the one filled with half of those important papers. Yeah. See how I do at the meeting. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised yeah. you left on that. But anyway, Dallas, like, thank you very much for joining us. So I'm about to go fight somebody. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to bring whatever weapon strong. Gotcha. I'm not about to go and fight somebody with a... Because like, you think about it. A lightsaber is a butter knife compared to the darksaber. True. I'm not gonna go fight somebody with a butter knife when I can get a stick knife. Yeah, I, I, I get your point. Saber. I get your point. Yeah, that was was a mistake uh, for Maul not to take the dark saber with him. Um, and that's why he is um, one with the sand now. He's, he's one with the Tatooine sand. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Ready to talk about the High Republic? Yeah, we've spent like 20 minutes. Yeah, actually, I, yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to get it out the way because this is something that yeah, was, that's most of the episode. Yeah, this is something that was very important. It was on my mind. So let's move on to the High Republic. Now, this is interesting. Um, you mentioned, well, now let's let's wait. Let's talk about the cam cameos a little bit later. All right. So apparently, th this okay. There's a lot of problems going on with the High Republic. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about their take. You know, their political stance of uh, being pacifists, all right? The so, High Republic. Did I write the High Republic? I meant to say, <laughs> I'm sorry, my nose. I meant to say <laughs> the, the the Republic, the, the New Republic. Yeah, I made a mistake in my notes. I, I wrote the High Republic. Here I am thinking you're going after the High yeah. Republic. Well, the High Republic's got yeah. a lot of problems. I wrote the High Republic. So uh, disregard what you see on the screen. It says the High Republic should be the New Republic. It does say the New Republic. Okay. Now it says the New Republic. My mistake. Okay. We're on vacation. Hey, we're, we're trying. So, and so is Dad's brain. Yeah, my brain is on vacation as well. All right. Okay, so the New Republic. Um. There's a lot of problems with the New Republic, as as we know. So right now, apparently, there you know, not everybody, but a lot of the political um, people in politics are taking. Well, let's talk about in this episode. They decided you know, to lay out and luxuriate. Right. There, there. In this episode, there are a couple of characters who have taken a stance of being uh, pacifists. In other words, they don't want anything to do with war. Right. They may not even acknowledge that there used to be wars back in the day, or even if they did, they said, okay, well, that's in the past. We don't need war. There's no war right now. We don't want a war ever. So they've taken this stance that, okay, well, you know, what we want to do is just make a lot of money. We want to be wealthy, we want to be well off, and not even have a military, okay? So, which is very interesting. So here's the problem. Um, the the new republic, you know, people in charge of, of the republic have decided that they are okay, or there is a, um, a a bill that was passed that allowed droids to take over some of the work that used to be done by humans. Okay, um, 
That is correct. Right. And we have all these droids that are out there yeah. in these positions, and all of a sudden they're starting to malfunction for whatever reason. They don't know. So uh, Din and Bo are brought in to investigate um, the reason for this malfunction. So it turns out, you know, that there is a person in, in charge, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character. His um, name is a Commissioner Hellgate. Commission, Commissioner Hellgate is the one who, who is actually um, behind the, the idea of putting these joys to work, decommission, not decommissioning, but reprogramming them um, to actually. Recommission. Yeah, to, to do the work of uh, what a human used to do, like these menial tasks, like chefs and chauffeurs, drivers, you know, bringing whatever. around crates, doing the heavy Yeah, work. all that stuff, you know, that used to be done by, by humans. You know, they don't need to do that because humans mm. want to just take a vacation. They want to just spend time. And the time. people of the planet love this, by the way. And they want to make money and just sit back and just enjoy, enjoy life, you know, and not work so hard. Which is interesting because um, <coughs> it reminded me of, we were talking about Dooku Jedi Lost. We were talking about season two, episode one of The Bad Batch and, the, you know, about that Serena. treasure. Sereno, right, the treasure. Uh, that the Batch was looking for that belonged to Count Dooku. I when Dooku's father, when he was Count, right, he got a lot of pushback for allowing droids to take over the work of a human being. The humans, you know, people the Serrano didn't like that idea. They were very against the idea of having uh, droids take over the jobs. I can't tell you why. Right, and they had a, <laughs> well, they had a protest. Here we are, we have this new republic who loves the idea, like we just said, and um, and it just so happens that the person Hel Helgat that is Hellgate. Hellgate that is working it's on this kind of a, it's kind of an awkward name, you know. Yeah, that's working on you know putting these um, droids to work is a separatist, right? Because it should. Whatever propaganda this man was yeah. pushing, we have enough of this already. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 Long live Dooku. Right. And, and it now makes sense that he is a separatist because, again, you know, this is something. Why did he that... turn into the flag smashers all of a sudden? He's like, things should go back to the way they were when it was Count Dooku's rule. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense that he is uh, a separatist because that's exactly how things ran many years ago. Like I said, when Count Dooku's father was in was in charge, and he wanted humans re replaced with droids. Um, Again, couldn't tell you why. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. But uh, so it turns out that Hellgate was the one. It's not because the droids were malfunctioning for no particular reason. He programmed he intentionally, them. right? Because he wanted to cause chaos, right? He wanted to be in a position where he was going to have these droids actually, you know, really start, literally start another war. You he know, was like, and have, we're gonna start a riot. Right, and, and hence he turned into and, the flag smashers. Right, and turn against the people hey. of Plaza Fifteen, this planet. Um, so you know, Din and, and Bo, you know, they, they, they get to get to the I bottom. Couldn't of it. tell you why. Yeah, Din. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what this is what's happening. So the New Republic, you know, again, there's problems. They got problems. All right, so let's talk about the cameos. All right. Oh, by the way, so we saw battle droids from the, the, the prequel trilogy. We saw the super battle droids also as well. So this is all 
prequel, you know, oh. seeing battle droids all over again. Me, you know, me, it, me, me. It's good to see. Well, now we know what happened to these droids after the war is over. <laughs> yeah. They're still being put to work. All right, Q and A. Really love that callback to Count Dooku from Christopher Lloyd's character. Yeah. Also, Dooku Jedi is amazing. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like I said, Charlie, it's it's starting to make sense. It's all being connected. So love that idea. Love that idea. All right, let's talk about the characters. So we had um, Jack Black. All right, who is a very famous actor comedian. He's been around for a very long time. So he played. Reason, to play the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a toy saxophone. Is that pretty well? Okay, I didn't know that. He plays Captain Bombardier. 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 Okay. Yeah, because that's how Lizzo pronounced it. By the way, Lizzo of, played the Duchess. Lizzo, international superstar, musician, writer. Star Wars uh, was performer. like, we're going to get it on these two. Yeah, um, and she played his wife, right, the Duchess. Um, so going back again to this wealth, this opulence, you saw this clearly when Din walked into their um, to their uh, dining hall. Oh, they were having a feast. And you just saw the costuming and the lighting. It just looked they very. They were eating to their heart's content. They were. It looked very expensive, and um, so. Again, here's the thing about um, Jack Black and Lizzo playing these characters. Now, I felt that they were playing not only, you know, they're very famous, obviously, um, but they're also playing their characters for laughs. Like, I didn't really felt that I, I, I didn't feel that I took them seriously. Um, the characters they were playing, I, I thought it was kind of lighthearted. But if you think about it, What's happening to this government is not a lighthearted situation. Yeah, that's why they had to it, cut it with some humor. Right. Like, you think about it, this is kind of a really bleak topic here. I mean, we're talking about like an AI uprising, yeah. an inside job, a, a revolution. I see. Okay. So they, I think they, it's like, it's like when you put too much salt in a dish, you gotta cut it with something. Okay, so you thought it was okay to have this comic relief. Also, I like the character. Okay, I got you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I guess maybe because I know where this is all leading to. You know, we talked about what happens to the New Republic many, many years later. And, you know, eventually their, their, bye bye. their government is destroyed um, bye bye. many years down the line in The Force Awakens. Um, I, I will like I was hoping that they could play up that a little bit more. You know, like the mistakes. You could see the mistakes that they're what? making slowly but surely. You know, these people are not taking you can see this the cracks. Government. You can see the yes. cracks in their shield right now. Yeah, they're not taking this government what? very seriously. Like I said, they're very selfish, independent, they're just looking out for themselves. But you're about to you're about to they love to make the point of stressing that they're not the empire because yeah. they're worse. Yeah. They're, it's like, oh, this is the empire, son. Hey, don't forget, yeah. this isn't the empire. Oh, this isn't the empire. You know what? Loosen up a little. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, if, if you keep if you keep telling people so much that you're not the empire, yeah. you're the empire. And don't get me wrong, I'm not against people being rich and wealthy and making money and making, starting a business that's great now now look 
Now, Jack Black, this character, used to work for the Imperials, right? He used to work for the Empire. Um, and he was a part of this amnesty program that uh, Delia Kane is a part of. And, and uh, Yes, and then the, um, you know, the, the, the professor. Yes. Kane. We'll call her Kane Sugar for now. Eliah Kane, right? And the the professor. Pershing. <laughs> Pershing, Dr. Dr. Pershing, um, were a part of the same no, amnesty well, program. Um, and yet he was able to turn his life around and make all this money. Great, fine. But the idea of not having oh, a military... Wow. He should know the value of a good military. Yes, right. So like, uh, I don't see where the disconnect is. Yeah, um, but I but it has to do with the new the new republic because you know they um, seems like they didn't want this. Uh, planet or wherever they're from to have this military. They weren't, weren't allowed to have a military presence, which is why when they hired uh, the Mandalorians, they were placed somewhere off base, somewhere uh, remote to act as security, but they weren't allowed to step foot on their territory, you know, because of, of, of rules. You know, the, the, the New Republic has these rules in place that doesn't make sense, you know, and you can see why a threat can just you know reappear at, at some point you know the first order is going to come back and you can see why because this government is just not is the first order it is, is not no not yet but it's coming you know it's just they're not prepared for it you know you can see that happening so it's, it's, it's a sad thing so i was i was a little uh taken aback by seeing uh lizzo and jack black play it so lightheartedly when you know uh, that you know what they're doing they is don't actually know and they don't care they don't know and they don't care yeah exactly all right I some nerd i love nerd. seeing all the battle joys in action again. yeah that was pretty cool yeah. i love to see where uh din is actually going after well that was somewhere you yeah, started chasing it reminded me of the scene it reminded me of blade runner when uh deckard harrison ford is running through the streets trying to Can chase after a replicant yeah he played rick decker yeah, he was. Well, now I have to watch it. Yeah, it's R-rated, uh, but yeah. Now I have to watch it when I turn eighteen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, so that that reminded me. How graphic is it? It could be a little graphic. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're done here. So Blade Runner, Jack Black, Tenacious <laughs> D, uh, Lizzo. I hope I'm spelling that right. Yes, you, you are. Uh, as a late '80s and '90s kid, I couldn't stop smiling seeing Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Shamey was a bad guy. <laughs> you know, I Christopher Lloyd. I didn't we need to talk about Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd obviously is a is a, a, a veteran actor. Never we, seen him yeah, well he was he played Doc Brown in Back to the Future. Oh my god, yeah, that, that was him. him. That was him, yeah. Yeah, I know he looks stiff. He doesn't have the hair or anything like that. Yeah, that's Doc Brown. <laughs> One point three oh, chickens. That was Doc Brown. Yeah. That's funny. He was, he just always like, I can't do that. I can't read this letter. It's going to mess up the time. Exactly. exactly. And then he's like, well, I want to bulletproof this. Yep, right. <laughs> yeah, so that's Christopher Lloyd. Hey, so, yeah, sorry for spoiling the movie. No, no. Yeah, well, I hope you've seen it if you have it by now. Yeah. 
Yeah, so he, yeah, it was so great to see. Oh, we heard earlier on that he was going to be in the Mandalorian. We, we did exactly. Yeah, there was rumors, you know, last year that he was in, but we didn't know who he was going to play. Uh, but I think he does a great job playing a villain or um, uh, the hero. So glad to see him regardless. He didn't get much dialogue. Charlie, great Scott Marty. That's right, great Scott Marty. <laughs> okay. I get it though. I know it's just like, hey, like he, that's an iconic. Marty McFly. Marty McFly is such an iconic yeah. character. Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Um. So. Tell you what. Yes. We gotta buy the brickhead to do like a duo build. Of Marty and and Doc. Yeah, they have, they have like that? a brickhead. Back to the future. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll get him. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Or, we can, you know, you'll get him. Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm we'll, saving up for that PS4. You can buy that. All right, we'll build it. We'll build it together. That, that's pretty cool. We'll all go right. to the Lego store when we get home from Venice. <laughs> I, I think we've covered everything that we wanted to talk about with this episode. So I just wanted to just give you a heads up as to what's happening um, this week. So as you all know, Star Wars fans would know, celebration begins on Friday. All right, so that's April 7th. We will be back on Friday, April 7th to cover any news and announcements that's going to be taking place at the Lucasfilm Showcase. All right. So depending on where you are in the States, uh, we're on the East Coast. Could be so, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 13 o'clock. I just said 13 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You sure did. Okay. 14 o'clock, 15 o'clock, 16 o'clock. Yeah. We're going to be up at 6 a.m. Well, at least I'm going to be up at 6 a.m. We'll be up at 6 a.m. And we're going to watch the Lucasfilm Showcase. We're going to take some notes. You know, will we see a trailer? We don't know. I'm going to deprive myself of sleep so I can do this. Are they going to live stream it? We don't know. But whatever happens, whatever news drop, we're going to be ready to talk about it. That same evening, Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, It's going to be a new live stream, another live stream, a special live stream on Friday. So if you... Can please join us on Friday. Please do. Let's talk about it. That's going to be fun to, to talk about. And um, please maybe join some the stream. Yeah. I'm going to be up for 14 and a half hours. Right. Long. Yeah. So please join us. And we got to talk about it. You know, something something's got to happen. You know, this is, you know, something big's going to drop. Hopefully, some sense. news about Ahsoka. Yeah. Right. You know, some news about Lando. Yes. We have not heard anything about Lando since it was in that wild. No, we haven't. Charlie, look, Charlie's going to the UK. Good for you, Charlie. Flying out tomorrow. All right. So, Charlie, maybe, okay, you know, we may need to Why? talk. Maybe you can, Why? like, be our eyes and ears down there. Just keep us posted as to what's going on. So, uh, all right. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of a Marvel reference I can say right now. Oh. Okay. While you're thinking that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, once again, we'll be back on Friday to cover the Lucasfilm Showcase. Um, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time will, is when we'll be on the air uh, for the live stream. So we hope you can join us. All right. So, again, thank you for joining us. If you're new, please like and subscribe. Um, if you... Charlie, we're trusting you here. Don't let us down. Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Is that from Nick Fury? Nick Fury, okay, yes. there you go. All right, wonderful. Captain America, what? Winter Soldier. I love it. All right, Star Wars and Marvel, bringing it all together. Right. So cool. That's very good. Keith, where can people find us? Well, I'm pretty sure you're already going to find us if you like to listen to us. But just to recap, we are wherever you can get your podcasts if you want to listen. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bottoms and Galaxy. Website is BottomsandGalaxy.com. We have a merch store at bottomsandgalaxy.bottomsandgalaxy.com. And 
we're excited to announce we've revamped our Patreon page. So you can check that out now. Very good point. Yeah. Link in the description. You know what? We'll talk more about that Patreon page on Friday as well uh, to give you more information. But you can. We are definitely on Patreon. We've, uh, we've upgraded. Um, we'll give you more information on Friday. And some, maybe some other special things we'll talk about on Friday as well. Okay. All right. Don't want to give it away right now. But we'll talk about it on Friday. So we can't wait to talk to you Friday. We keep talking about Friday because we're so excited about Friday. Charlie, you guys are amazing. Have a great time. Also, I will keep my eyes open for you both. LOL. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Charlie, have a safe flight. Enjoy celebration. Um, yeah, just let us know. Anything you could tell us, you know, DM us. Let us know what's going on behind the scenes. We can't wait to hear it. All right, so that is it. If there are no more Q&A, just want to confirm. Keith, this was great. Yeah. All right, thank you. Um, you know, we're now still, we gotta go have dinner. So. Yeah, we're gonna finish our yeah finish up our, our our vacation, and then we'll be back Friday back at our home. So until then, take care, and we will see you again.